Recording, recording. One moment, por favor. You ain't black. I have not made that formal decision, but it's my intention. My intention to run again. And we have time to make that decision. Uh, Dr. Biden is for it. Mr. President. Oh. Dr. Biden thinks that, uh, my wife thinks that, uh, that I, uh, that, that, we're, that we're doing something very important. But I think the best way to make the judgment is to, uh, to, you know, watch me. You know, am I slowing up? Am I don't have the same pace? You know, uh, and that old joke, you know, uh, um, everybody talks about the, you know, the new 70s, 50s, and all that stuff. You know, I, you know, could be, I, I'm a great respecter of faith. I could get disease tomorrow. I could, you know, drop dead tomorrow. And will people who have privately held loans, will they at some point become eligible for this forgiveness because they no longer are? He's standing there frozen like a wax statue. Very confused wax statue. How would you say your mental focus is? It's focused. <laughs> I think it's, I, I haven't, look, I have trouble even mentioning, even saying to myself my own head the number of years. I don't think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. I mean, it's just not, uh, <laughs> I haven't observed it. Flies only live for 72 hours. I don't do now that I did before, whether it's physical or mental or anything else. And it, it feels like Republicans have turned trans and non-binary people into this thing to blame society's downfall on in some ways. And this narrative is not only dangerous to our mental health, but also our physical safety. And particularly trans women of color are being murdered at an alarming rate. More than any other group of people. Thank you. How can Democratic leaders be more effective in advocating for us trans people and our families and our lives and our opportunities? I'm not being facetious when I say this, but you see with people like you. No, I mean it. I genuinely mean it. Well, no one's cutting you off. People fear what they don't know. reading <laughs> prompter. <laughs> and when people realize, individuals realize, oh, this is what they're telling me to be frightened of? This is the problem? This is, I mean, people change their minds. Do you think states should have a right to ban gender-affirming health care? I don't think any state or anybody should have a right to do that. As a moral question and as a legal question. I just think it's wrong. Well, look, first off, I missed... All right, so credit Stephen Crowder for those clips of Joe Biden. Uh, gender-affirming care... The only re gender reassignment surgeries that people are objecting to are those done on minors. I've talked about that before. Uh, nobody says nobody is saying that if you're 18 or older and an adult, you can't have a sex change operation or whatever else. It's young prepubescent children that are confused and then their super woke liberal parents say sure have your body permanently 
mutilated. And it's the pharmaceutical and the doctors that are pushing this narrative more even more so even than the woke parents. But anyways, there there's our president of the United States that can't think straight without a teleprompter or aid or just plain can't think straight, period. Okay, so let me talk one more second about this transgender stuff. So it's been going on in Europe for a while. And the National Health Service of Great Britain has just now released statements about uh, basically don't encourage your kid to change pronouns, change names, go on puberty blockers, mutilate themselves because most of them grow out of it. Quote, it's just a phase, phase in quotes. We all know as kids, we went through phases and a lot of us grew out of them. Uh, I'll leave it at that break briefly here and then come back and talk about uh, Democrats trying to swing the election with false information, changing the story, and it's too little, a lot too late because we see through it. All right, we're back. So I got a little sidetracked there because, yeah, there were some good quotations uh, or... <laughs> I don't know what you would call that, but good sound bites, I guess, from our president. And then uh, some good information about transitioning uh, and children trans. But uh, let's face some cold, hard facts. I did have an article here about... Uh, Joe Biden slipping on one of those interviews, but since Louder with Crowder was good enough to have actual video and audio of it, I don't need to read and describe the incident to you. Getting my medications out. Yeah, I'm that age that I have to have a cough drop and medication versus a cigar. Um... But it's election time. The Democrats are hitting us hard with their friends at CNN saying that what used to be the fringe Republican Party is now the base. It is a at its best it's a gimmick to get some moderates to change the way they're going to vote. Some independents, I should say. And maybe some moderate Republicans, too. But the fact of the matter, or the matter of a fact is, however you want to say it, the point being is, no, 
the, the fringe of the Republican Party is not running the party. Um, and I've seen the fringe people in my time. And Carrie Lake, uh, this guy, uh, Jim Marchant in Arizona, or Nevada, pardon me, Jim Marchant in Nevada that's running for uh, Secretary of State, the head of their elections, he is not a fringe person. That one of the <laughs> CNN reporters I saw said that uh, this Jim Marchant does not believe Donald, or that does not believe that Joe Biden won the election, even though he won the state of Arizona by oh, or state of Nevada, sorry, by over thirty thousand votes. And she emphasized 30,000 votes. That's not a lot of votes, CNN. And then we had this segmental on CNN with uh, this Jake Tapper nut. And he called, listen to the way he describes this video, first of all. Hopefully I don't get the commercial buffer. The MoneyWise program okay. was... It is a commercial. So give me one second to go through their commercial. And then we'll listen to this ad. Whoop. Oh, come on. But also what the potential future of democracy is. Let's run that ad. No, wait. I could win. You to listen to this truly deranged ad from the Republican <laughs> candidate... For Nevada Secretary of State, because this gives you not just an idea of where the base is, because this guy could win, mm -hmm. yeah. but also what the potential future of democracy is. Let's run that oh, out. Oh, come on. George Soros is helping to elect anti-American politicians, and these same politicians keep winning re-election. How is that possible? It's not. Elections have consequences, and rigged elections have catastrophic consequences. Help save America. Vote for Jim Marchand for Secretary of State. It's time to take our elections back. So just to be clear, not only is that ad trafficking and anti-Semitism. What, what was anti-Semitic about that? The idea. Okay, there's nothing anti-Semitic about that advertisement. Uh, the only thing remotely anti-Semitic, and I'm not even going to make CNN's argument for them, forget it. There's nothing anti-Semitic about that. Donald Trump's daughter is a Jew. If this guy were anti-Semitic, he would not uh, support Trump. Trump's son-in-law is Jewish. That's how his uh, daughter became a Jew. She married into it. And let me get a, a, another Jim Marchant ad. Marchant, pardon me. Okay. There's Jim Marchant for Secretary of State. This is a different ad from Jim Marchant. Whoops, hold on. I've got to turn the sound up. That would help. I wanted to take the time to introduce you to Jim Marchant. 
Jim Marchand. Jim will fight against voter fraud with voter ID, paper ballots, and full election audits. Jim is a winner. He's incredible. Endorsed by conservative warriors like Mark Meadows, Andy Biggs, Paul Gosar, and Adam Laxalt, Jim is a constitutional conservative and businessman. It'll be a lot easier with Jim because he's a warrior. Okay, so do you see the difference there? CNN found the, the craziest ad they could find. Now, maybe that was an ad that he ran in the primary, because I cannot find that advertisement anywhere on uh, Marchant's um, YouTube page. I even tried to find that uh, episode of CNN, and I can't find it either uh, on YouTube anyway. But here's what the Democrats are bracing for. ABC News, Democrat campaign chief claims history won't repeat in midterms, downplays Biden's absence. Now, it's been predicted that this is going to be a historic Republican sweep. Now, mind you, we already gained a lot of seats, 15 seats in the House of Representatives in 2020, which put us at a very, put Republicans at a very high number in the House to begin with. It's very tight in the House of Representatives, but n none of the Democrats jumped sides because they're so uh, corrupt and beholden to their powers that be. But De uh, Democrat House of Representatives member Seen Patrick Mal Maloney, the chair of the Democrats' campaign arm, is talking here. It's, uh, he had a lively interview, blah, blah, blah. You guys have been writing us off for two years. We just went to work fixing people's problems. Really? Really seen Patrick Maloney? What problems have the Democrats fixed? It's the economy, stupid. When things reopened from the pandemic, the economy started to, to jump. It really did. Uh, even towards the end of the pandemic... Uh, when some states like Florida were like, you know what, CDC and Fauci, you guys have been wrong. We're reopening and letting people shop. AOC, a lot of Democrats from other states, representatives, they all went on vacation in Florida to show you, that just shows you how hypocritical and what liars they are. They were all criticizing Ron DeSantis and Florida, but they went there to vacation. So I don't know what problems the Democrats think they've started to fix. Let's continue with what Seen, uh, it's S-E-A-N, but it, they pronounce it Sean. I always mock people who spell their Sean, S-E-A-N, by saying Seen. All right. Sorry, it's a stupid high school joke. Me and some friends had it. Okay, my his quote continues. My mom used to say, everything good in life is hard. You've got to go work. 
That's what we're going to do. What? That's as bad as... Remember when AOC criticized Republicans that say, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, that old saying? <laughs> uh, him saying the Democrats are going to help us because now we're going to go to work. Well, what have you been doing for two years? Joe Biden and these Democrats got elected by liberals in the media covering their asses and saying Donald Trump killed hundreds of thousands of Americans uh, with his COVID response. Although, we're just not going to go there. Let's look towards this election. They're trying to shuck and jive you. Nancy Pelosi thinks that the Democrats are going to retain control of the Congress. There's no way in hell. No, there is not one single poll in America that shows the Democrats winning this election. Most polls have it at R plus 5. That means on a generic ballot, every, when you average them all out, every Republican is winning by 5%. Now, not every Republican is going to win every race. That's not what I mean. But if a Republican is behind, let's say, the Democrat has 60% and the Republican has 40% in the polling. The Republican will probably nudge up to uh, 45 or close to 50% in the final results. But if the Republican is even or they're within the margin of error, they're probably going to win by 5 or more percent. So... Nancy Pelosi said in an interview this weekend, and boy, the Dems were just hitting it out of the park this weekend, between Biden having his Biden moments and Nancy having her Nancy moments. <laughs> uh, Nancy Pelosi, sorry, I was swatting at a gnat. Uh, Nancy Pelosi said Democrats will take it or retain control of Congress, take it to the bank. I'm thinking, not unless you pull off the second biggest election fraud in history. Uh, and you know, I'm not going to be called a kook. It's been out there. It's basically, you know, votes were counted that shouldn't have been counted on these mail-in ballots. Trump probably still would have lost... But I don't know. I, I just can't tell you how many millions or hundreds of thousands of ballots were counted that didn't have signatures, didn't have ID, all these things. But Joe Biden's the president. I accept that result. It's funny that Stacey Abrams has never accepted her defeat as governor of Georgia for three years until they could change the narrative to COVID, no Democrat accepted that Donald Trump was the legitimate president of these United States. 
But hey, what what do I know? I'm just you know a guy with a high IQ and even higher common sense who you know files his fingernails while he's making podcasts and videos. Uh, Nancy Pelosi says to her Democratic colleagues that when people bring up the economy, let me see one because I wrote this quote down word for word. When I hear people talk about inflation, dot, 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 that's how the quote was written in the article, we have to change that subject. You're two weeks from the election. You're getting, finally Democrats are getting out and debating Republicans, and they're getting throttled in these debates. I mean, they're as incoherent and off-kilter looking as Joe and Nancy the uh, Democrat set or Democrat, yeah, Senate candidate uh, in Georgia against uh, Herschel Walker, uh, Raphael Warnock. He was so smug and such a prick. He, Herschel destroyed him in that debate, and Herschel is not a for a motivational speaker, he's not that well-spoken. He speaks like a, a good old country boy. But that resonates with people. And he, the man's smart. He's got common sense. Marjorie Taylor Greene was a little loud for my taste in her debate. But her opponent was so smug and so ignorant. She's going to clobber him in the election. And she clobbered him in the debate. And she clobbered the moderators. So, here's what we've got here. The base of both parties have moved a lot further out than in the past. I'm going to just be honest with you. The base of the Democrat Party is more into the immorality side of the, the uh, moral spectrum. And I don't frankly have a problem with you do you in your bedroom. Do whatever you want to do. I don't have a problem if you're gay. I don't have a problem if you're transgender. I just simply don't care. You have every right that I have. But they are trying to say that, no, we have to make a special bill of rights for trans and gay people. No, we have one Bill of Rights, it applies to everybody, apply it equally, period, point blank. The Republican Party's fringe has gone a little further right, or the, the base of the Republican Party has gone a little further right, but they're not off kilter, they're not crazy. There are some, like the My Pillow guy, He's a little further out there than he needs to be, but he's a nice guy. He means well. You just don't look, you just don't put the things that he says like, you know, send in the army to take uh or declare martial law with the army to stop the election count. I've heard he wanted Trump to do that and Trump did not do that. Now, you just don't take the fringe and make their ideas policy. 
However, the Democrats, Nancy, AOC, Schumer, Biden, they're taking their fringe left and they're making that opinion policy. The policy and rights of trans, gay, uh, whatever, it's in the Constitution already. But the Democrats are doing this whole shuck jive saying, you know, no, 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 we're, we're not going to lose. We're not going <laughs> to, we're going to hold the House of Representatives. Uh, well, why are you keeping Biden off the campaign trail? Oh, it, it, no, no, it's no big deal. It's, it's nothing. You Republicans are making too big of a deal that no supposedly moderate Democrat wants him out campaigning with them. And Tim Ryan is not a moderate Democrat, by the way. They're trying to downplay what's going to be a red tidal wave, a red tsunami this November. Because people see that the Democrats cannot run an economy, that government cannot run an economy, pardon me. They also see that the Democrats are paying more attention to their fringe than they are to the average person. And the average American is center-right, just a little bit off the center to the right, okay? The people that talk the loudest and make the noise, most noise are the fringe left, and sometimes the fringe right, okay? But that's just news, that's just fodder for ratings and clicks by the media, most normal Americans are somewhere there in that middle, but a little bit more to the right when it comes to economy and, yes, even uh, morality. So don't listen to the CNNs and everybody that are trying to say that, oh, these right-wing extremists, now they're the Republican Party and they're going to take away all your rights. No, no, no. Every... Almost every anti-abortion law that I've seen has loopholes in it for the mother's health and the health of the baby. Even Ohio's heartbeat bill, you can still go through with your abortion after you've seen a sonogram and listened to the baby's heartbeat. You can still outright have an abortion for um, just because you want one. Couldn't think of the word I was, I was looking for. But if you want an abortion in Ohio, you can get an abortion in Ohio, even though we have a heartbeat bill. But every Democrat is running these ridiculous ads saying that Republicans are going to take away your right to your health. No, we're not. We're just saying you have to know that there's a living human being inside you after a certain number of weeks. That it's not a, a clump of cells. It's not, uh, what do they call that, a, a parasite? It's not a parasite. Do you believe, do you ever think we live in an America where people refer to, to an unborn baby as a parasite? Uh, you know, in my lifetime we've gone from, well, it's just a fetus that can't live outside the womb to it's just a clump of cells to now it's a parasite. 
No, it's a living, breathing embodiment and creation of God. But most anti-abortion laws do allow loopholes for rape and incest, the health of the mother, and the health of the baby. So if the baby is dead, stillborn, the woman can abort that baby late term. Because it would be very bad for the mother, and obviously the baby's not going to be born living. But if the Republicans come up short, let's say, uh, well, the media is going to make it look like the Republicans fell short of a historic landslide this fall. Okay? They're already downplaying and getting ready for 2024 which is going to be another red wave. I hate to break that to you. But here's what's going to happen. Let's say the the greatest projection of Republican victories in the House of Representatives was 60. I I saw that number, that the Republicans could potentially win 60 new seats in the House of Representatives. If the Republicans only win 59 the media and the Democrats are going to come out, oh, my goodness gracious, great balls of fire. The Republicans fell short. They could have won 60, but the Americans, the people saw through the extremist right-wing MAGA ultra-nuclear Republican Party, and they thwarted that one Senate or House of Representatives seat, and the Republicans only won 59 when they were projected to win 60. They only won 59 seats. I don't know. I think after this election, my prediction a few weeks ago, and it still is, that Republicans will have over 250 seats in the House of Representatives and will have over 50 seats in the Senate, probably 53 or 54. After 2024, the Republicans very well could have, will have, 60 seats in the Senate. But that's for another time, my friends. You've listened to me rant for too long. God bless you. Have a great day. Pray for each other. Love somebody today. Be the reason somebody feels loved. Till next time, it's Panic Attack with Big John. Do all the like, share, comment, subscribe. I forgot to say that at the beginning. Oh, well. Things I didn't know.